What's up, everybody? For once, the intro worked. Nice. God damn it. it shit, that scared me. <laughs> it actually fucking worked. Thank God. Jesus. Two weeks in a row, I tried to get the freaking Metal Gear Solid cough thing and then the intro to work at the same time, and finally it did it. Whew, that's that's a, I know, that's a celebration. Welcome to the Machine Room Podcast, where Hammer, Venus, and I start with a topic and then end up in the deep web of conversations. Mm-hmm. This is the only podcast that is always finding itself so far, just like the DC at WB is still finding itself as another week goes by with more uncertainty news for their DC IP movies. Exactly. It's unbelievable how every day it's a new freaking news coming from the dc wb merger them trying to find their own kind of kevin feige and constantly shelving future projects that at right now are pissing off the um people of color community as most of those projects being shelved are that of you know uh people of color heroes is ezra miller person of color he is not flashpoint is his own thing and it's funny because flashpoint is something the flash movie was something that was getting affected way before this whole shit happened maybe maybe it was a catalyst to finally the company be like yo we gotta do something but um no there was other news like you know batgirl was a person of color um the the green lantern even though i heard that that's still going on uh static shock is being shelved and yeah they're saying that's the word that that was being shelved and some other things i forgot what so they're being really selective on what's going on here but it's pissing off people because they're like yo this is kind of stuff that we wanted um yeah mm -hmm. i was excited for electric shock not what's his name no that's our hero electroshock we're gonna work on that electroshock for Mm -hmm. mental therapy yeah (laughs) yeah that's what he does he goes around and gives you a fucking electrotherapy to your head and stuff what's wrong with you and just grabs your head Ah, there are you better now (laughs) (laughs) i can't taste anything (laughs) yeah you're better that's going to be the first Machine Room Podcast IP we're working on that as yeah. soon as possible, along with our video games, uh, Not Enough Ammo. That's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It needs to happen. And the only way you could get ammunition is by constantly buying it with actual <laughs> money. <laughs> like a uh, in-game purchase? Yes. I love you, it. You got to... You got, that's how you make money these days. That's how these mm-hmm. games making money these days. And then we'll sit back and fucking enjoy life. Enjoy it. We're just going to keep it. Now this week, we're going to re- release the new uh, 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 un... I don't know tracking bullets the new <laughs> the new heat tracking bullets and that's yeah. why you could, you could get around 100 rounds for $5.99. There you go. Motherfuckers gonna waste all their money and then we're mm-hmm. gonna be rich, bitch! Yeah! <laughs> I like it. Let's yes. do it. Let's, Let's make it. that shit happen. They gotta be smart. You gotta be smart about it. You know what? WB should do the same thing. Hey, you guys wanna keep watching another 30 minutes of this movie? Give us five ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> we have to do like a commercial of us like Snoop Dogg and be at the beach 
sitting in a lawn chair and then we just check our bank account on our phone and do like an evil laugh. <laughs> oh yeah, more money for me. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get Snoop Dogg on the Machine Room podcast in the future. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey y'all, you're listening to the Machine Room podcast. Snibbity dibbity. <laughs> that was actually Snoop Dogg right now. It sounded more like a E40 reference. Oh, e- oh, E. Oh, no. Let's get E40 instead. I love E40. Oh, I love fucking E40. But, but, but some, <laughs> I got a friend who's like, he's the worst rapper. I'm like, man, he's hilarious, and I love it. He's so great. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Riding in the whip. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> he just says whatever he wants. Oh, what was one of my favorite track? Who's like, it was that. Y- the 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 yup and the no go of the song and he's like, um, Star Wars, nope, Yoda, yup, and I'm like, how? <laughs> That'll make no <laughs> sense. <laughs> exactly, Ghost Ride the Whip. Ugh. Nice. E40 is my hero. Uh, <laughs> he was on Hot Ones too. Who wasn't on Hot Ones? Oh, us. Right. Us. Yeah. Right. They need to have us on there because I'm from New Mexico and we eat hot shit all the time. Man, I don't know if I can handle it. I don't like hot shit. I mean, I'm I'm assuming they pay you to be on there. So, hey, if you're going to pay me, yeah, I'll put a lot of <laughs> hot stuff in my mouth. No pause. I don't give a fuck well, how you took that. But, uh, yeah. Did you see that article I posted about people paying money to be guests on podcasts? They, <coughs> yes, yes, Sorry. yes. They actually pay to be a guest on there, not they yes. pay you to be a guest, right? Right. So anybody want to pay us <laughs> to be on the podcast? Let me know. Okay, that way, yeah, they pay the person to be on there. Yeah, podcast. they pay us. Oh, I thought you meant like the pod. The people pay to be on there. Like, can I be on your podcast? I'll pay you this much. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah, keep keep you know. <laughs> Give me all the monies. I'm not going to say no. <laughs> I got this podcast about uh, uh, hemorrhoids. You want to be on it? I'll give you $500. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm, you know, I pff, suddenly just got hemorrhoids right now. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> we got an offer for paid sponsorship. I won't say who it's from or anything like that. but My mom. We- it's not the first offer that we've gotten. One of the first ones was like dog shit awful. So hopefully this one will actually come through and a we can make a little bit of money. Is that a product? Dog shit awful? Try out the Gosh. new dog shit awful. That's right, man. Sometimes when things are god awful, no. We like to have our shit dog shit awful. It'll clear the room when you want no one to be with you. <laughs> I need that. Dog shit awful. Right now, only can be found at the Amazon Fresh locations. Just walk in, <laughs> grab it, and walk the fuck out. Yep. <laughs> Pay us money, Amazon. Pay us money, man. Jeff Bezos, I love you. I, I say that just so, you know, it could happen. Yes. Is, is it a fact? No, but if it gets me the money, I need it. You got to understand, people. You got to sell your souls sometimes. 
I've said it multiple times. I would be the biggest fucking sellout. Uh, and then people would hate me, and I was like, I don't care, man, because tonight will be the night that I will fall for you. No, I got that <laughs> in my head. So let's, <laughs> let's go back to this Flash thing. Um, you, you came to me this week with more news about Ezra Miller. Please tell our fellow machine heads what's the dealio. He got busted for breaking into a house in, like, Vermont. So he's actually got charges against him for felony theft. Is the man bored? I guess. Is this guy bored? What is, or is he just testing? It's just be like, look, I could get away with anything, man. I'm just going to bust it to this guy. Or did those people <laughs> piss him off? You know? Did those people piss him off? I, He's like, I'm going to break into their home and just steal their alcohol. I could see, like, the lady that he punched or whatever in Hawaii for singing the song wrong. I can kind of understand where he was coming from. Yeah? You're going to punch someone for singing the song wrong? That was the wrong <laughs> verse of Metallica, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll do it at karaoke. There you go. Yeah, like, ooh, that's the wrong pitch. Wrong note, motherfucker. <laughs> Dale, I hit him with the mic. <laughs> I grab the mic and start hitting him in the head. That's all you hear. Plook, plook, plook. I would I do that. Hear out of one ear. But I'll cut a promo first before I do that. Yes. Uh-oh. I think that should be a thing. I think I'm going to open up a bar. Wait, what was what okay. was the... What was our location we were going to call it? Fuck, I forgot. The last show, it said something. Something shitty. Damn it. Kinky, geeky shit. There you go. Kinky, geeky shit, right? And we're going to have, like, promo nights where people not care. Not, you don't get up and do karaoke. You get up and cut a promo. And you just have two people cutting promos at each other, like wrestling style, you know? Oh, I can do that. Exactly. And then have the audience just like, look at this, man. We can make money. Let's do it. The money's out there and we can make it. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be held in some kind of embezzlement or something or evading taxes. <laughs> and Yeah, it's always evading taxes. Yeah, and then there's going to be some crazy shit like Chiquita. Speaking of that, like at the convention um, over the weekend, which was fantastic, C2E2, uh, we went all three days, tired as hell. I can't do it like I used to, you know what I'm saying? Like every year is getting more and more tiring to walk around a whole showroom and standing for long hours and shit like that. We take a lot of frequent breaks, and by the end of the day, it's just fucking beat. Mm-hmm. Uh, two out of the three days, though, we did uh, pop uh, pop culture trivia in which we dominated. We were real good. Um, the f- f- uh, Saturday we did it, and I we came at first, but then someone came out and was like, no, they tallied our points wrong, and they had like one point more than us, so then we came in second. So, f- fuck that bitch for like actually doing the math. Uh, but the next day, Sunday, we came in at first, and uh, actually won like tickets to a, a, a Chicago Fire game, which is the soccer oh, game. Wow. Yeah, it's free. I don't care, but it's free, and <laughs> I'm going to go to a fucking Chicago Fire game. So you can say, go! Hell yeah, like crazy. I'm getting my little microphone thing, and I'm just going to scream that shit real loud and piss off everybody around me. See how long you can hold it. (laughs) Until they throw me out. (laughs) 
Where was I getting at with this, man? I was getting somewhere with this shit. Something led me to talk about this. Oh, fuck, what was I talking Remember about? Sellouts? Sellouts. Excuse me. Sorry about that. A sellout, sellout. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Someone help me here. Ezra um, Miller. Ezra Miller. Karaoke. Uh, cutting promos. Making money. God damn. I don't remember. I don't remember where I was going with this. Well, damn. <sighs> Welcome to the Machine Room Podcast, where I have short-term memory. <laughs> Heat-seeking bullets? No, that was like 20 hours ago where I was talking about that. <laughs> what was I talking I was leaning to something. Oh, my gosh. I don't remember what it was, man. It was something about that fucking convention. Something about over the weekend, but I don't remember why we were talking soccer. about it. <sighs> it wasn't the soccer. Put a pin in it. Come back. Yeah, I hope I come back. I don't remember what we were talking, <laughs> what we were talking about. I know it was. I was getting somewhere. You see, this is what happens when you drag and you got to do the whole lead up. I did the. I. 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 I was giving you an epilogue, and within that <laughs> epilogue, I lost myself. Oh damn! I lost myself somewhere in that epilogue that leads up to what I was trying to talk about. So. Whatever. Moving on. Ezra Miller fucking up. Sometimes you just gotta blurt shit out. I I do. I just gotta scream. (laughs) Uh, Pancakes! Yes. I won tickets at the... I won tickets at the... Yeah, but why was I... Why was I talking about it? I just... just, Oh, okay. Now I remember. Because... Now. Here we go. Here we go. So... Okay. 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 Come on. Okay. That's my Kevin Hart. Uh, I was getting to the point about... more like uh, Joe Pesci. (laughs) Okay. 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 Um, my point is that that second day of the pop co- uh, the pop culture trivia, you got to write your name, you know, your group name. And we came up with free Shakira. So that was very funny when we got up there and it's like, the winner is, and if you're <laughs> caught up with, uh, uh, recent events, free Shakira. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because you know, she's in trouble for Evading taxes or whatever. Is she really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think it was her husband though. I don't. I. I. I, I don't believe my uh, beautiful uh, hip goddess Shakira would do such a thing. Or maybe she did. I don't give a shit. Uh, free Shakira, I say. Evading taxes, like that's such a crime. You know what I'm saying? I like when. Wesley Snipes did it. I was like, yeah, he really did that shit. But Shakira, oh, yeah. I'm like, nah, I can't see her doing it. Can't be Shakira, man. Come on. She gave us <laughs> Waka Waka and that great song from Zootopia. Shakira. I didn't watch that shit. I know you don't watch good shit, man. Come on. Damn it. Damn! Speaking of which, have you been watching the new Beavis and Butthead? I have not. I have oh my God. been... Doing Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles just so I could watch the fucking movie they dropped on Netflix. And I am currently in the second season. It's almost over. And then I can watch the movie and then I can move on to other things. This show has been amazing. It's actually funny as hell. And when it gets to the action, it's really the animation is beautiful. Uh, there's a lot of Easter eggs. It's, uh, yeah, I showed like. The season finale, the first season finale on my Twitch stream, actually, in the fan chamber. And uh, everybody was loving it. We were enjoying it. It was It's a hilarious show. So 
definitely something that most snoozed on and the show actually ended on that first season, but it was it had like a good enough fan base that they gave it the second season to actually end it off. And then now the Netflix movie that involves Krang or something. I need to see it. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's actually complete. But yeah, that's what I've been on. Uh, I do want to... I got to watch the second season on Paramount+. Plus. So when I go on Paramount+, Plus, that's when I see the Beavis and Butthead there. And I'm like, okay, so yeah, I'm going to do that next. But I'm going to try to focus on this right now. That was a long-ass yes. Yep. Hey, man, this is good stuff, right? This is what podcasting about. It's all about talking. Whatever drags this motherfucker out and fills up the time is all good. Like if you get me that, that's exactly. Look, I told you, I told you what they tell you in the beginning of the show is it's 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 a podcast where you and I start with a topic and then just end up in deep web of conversations. And that's exactly what we're doing here. Because that's how we talk to each other. Yes. Um. But if you think the Ninja Turtles is funny, then you're really going to laugh at the new Beavis and Butthead. Because, like, I'm a lot kind of stoic because I'm on a lot of meds and they make me, like, numb to everything. So if something actually makes me laugh, it's got to be really funny. And there's, like, some really funny shit on there where I was laughing so hard I was coughing. So I saw the first half of the first episode and I was laughing my ass off. And that was the yes. escape room one where they weren't just in the mm-hmm. restroom. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> that is too great. They aired that episode on YouTube for free too. Yeah. That's so when I watched I, it twice. I was, that's when I watched it last week before we started the show. That's what I was doing while I was preparing. I was oh, watching nice. Beavis and Butthead. So. New episodes drop every Thursday, so the new one came out today, so I had to make sure to watch it when I got off work, and it was oh. really funny. There's something I didn't know. I didn't know it was weekly, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's all a right. weekly show. I was hoping that they were going to just drop it all at once, but um, when I first looked into it and they only had two episodes, I was like, yeah, this is a weekly show, and then it said, when you go to the page for Beavis and Butthead on the app, it says every Thursday. All right, I'm not. I'm not mad with that. I'm not mad with weekly stuff. Actually, that's not bad. The only thing that sucks about weekly stuff is people want to spoil it right away. So you have to like not be on social media and not talk to anybody that's already seen it. Yeah, that's true. So you have to be like really fast and jump in and and watch it like as soon as it drops. You gotta, you gotta be fast as fuck, boy. <laughs> fast as fuck, boy. Daniel over here telling us that on Paramount we should watch The Offer. It's the show of the making of Godfather One. Yes, I'm gonna watch that because I like Miles Teller. I have several Miles Teller movies. Is one of them I Fantastic just... Four? That's not one that I own. <laughs> Then you don't own all of Miles Teller movies. No, I don't own all. I would like to own, you know, multiple movies of his, but there's some that I don't watch. Like, what was the one where he was in? He was in school for playing drums. Yeah, I never seen that one either. That movie's great. Uh, wasn't it called? No, 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 Whiplash. Whiplash was. Uh, yeah, the ones Whiplash. With... Was it Whiplash? No, I thought yeah, Whiplash, Whiplash was the one with the. Uh... Elliot Page. No. Whiplash is the the guy from the 
State Farm commercials. He's a music teacher. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to do that. It's just I had to press button and the button was but it fit. It was fitting. Kind oh, of it was fitting. It was kind of fitting. J.K. Simmons, that's his name. Yeah, J. J. Jonah Jemison, right? Yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. He's a menace. Him I didn't and Miles I, Teller. I didn't want to see that because I just I I I, I didn't want to see home homeboy getting treated like shit throughout the whole movie. <laughs> Watch it to see what he does to get back at him at the end. That's all I'm going to say. Revenge, huh? It's like I never saw Precious because I was like, why would I want to see this depressing-ass movie? <laughs> I don't want to see that shit. You think I want to see like, something that's uh, so Precious? Million Dollar Baby? That movie needs a fucking warning label on it. <laughs> I I never... I don't think I watched it either, but... Nah, oh I know my I'm, god, that movie is so sad. I know the ending. That and Man on Fire... Oh, Man on Fire, I did watch. That needs a warning label. I did watch that because action. Speaking of Miles Teller movies. Uh, Maverick. No, I want to see that, though. Apparently, it's like the shit and fucking yeah. dominating the box office and everything. I'm like, damn, guys, really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it even came here to the theater, but. Um, I really want to watch it. My mom is a big Top Gun fan, but he did this movie called Only the Brave. Have you heard of it? I heard of Only the Strong, but uh, no. no, I don't think I heard of Only the Brave. It's a movie based on this hotshot crew, the people that put out forest fires. Mm-hmm. And there was a group. This uh, group of hot shots in Arizona. They got, movie, huh? they got caught in a fire. Mm-hmm. But all I'm going to say is that movie needs a warning label too. Because I was bawling like a baby. It's, uh, it's a good ass cast. We got Josh Brolin, Jeff Bridges, it's Jennifer Connelly. That movie's amazing. Andy Mc... Oh my god. Andy McDowell looks messed up right now. Pobrecita. What'd she do? Nothing. She just oh, I mean, she's still like. I guess she no she, man. She doesn't look bad in only the brave, so it had to be more recent. There was there, I don't know. I was looking at some pictures that was just bogus of her boy. Like, oh man, she was a knockout back then. But right now, I was yeah, like, I don't she know. was the hot chick back in the day in yeah. all those movies. And then McDonald was the shit. Now she didn't, it didn't age very well. It's like when I saw. Oh my god! I hope. I hope I'm pretty sure my old history teacher would never watch this, but my history teacher in high school was uh like a knockout. Like we all had a crush on her. Like she was very very beautiful, and she's still beautiful. But you know she old now, so it's like ooh, I remember you back then it was fantastic. Wow. Yeah, especially in uh, multiplicity. Multiplicity. God, I love that movie. Me too. It comes on TV sometimes, and I'll make myself watch it again. I got that shit in my voodoo. (sighs) Man of Fire was the first movie. King Diabetes. Diabetes. Man of Fire was the first (laughs) movie to make me cry as an adult. Creasy Bear. Creasy Bear. That's that's what the little girl called him. Called her Bear. I got nothing 
when it comes to like this is the first thing that made me cry as an adult. I cry for anything. I swear <laughs> to God, I watch Big One Piece. Softy. I watch One Piece and I'm bawling, motherfucker. I don't oh give a God. fuck. I'm like Kevin Smith. You know when Kevin Smith gets real like into shit that he talks about and geeky, he's like crying and shit. That's me, motherfucker. I don't give a wow. shit. I I have no, I have no like shame in it and stuff like that. And don't come at me being like you a little bitch or a pussy. I'll <laughs> punch you in the fucking face. I'll knock you the fuck. You should see me at work. Like I'm a tough motherfucker. Like I don't give a I mean, shit. Yeah. One, one, one dude. Uh, this was when I was in the old company. One dude was like being too stupid, and he said something. I don't know what he said, but I'm up. I'm on the lower. I'm I'm higher. Uh, he says something, and I'm just looking at him, and I'm like, "What?" And he just says something, and he's like laughing and shit like that. And I just, I gave, I guess, I gave him this stare that he was just like, like that laugh went down. He got a little more serious, and he got a little awkward, and then he just stopped. <laughs> and then ever since then, that motherfucker don't fuck with me or talk to me. And love, he just wow. leaves me alone because I don't play. He was like being on some bullshit, and I ain't got. I I must have gave him some. Fu- I gave him some stare that was like, oh shit. I mean, I fuck with him. You have the go to hell stare, and they know that they're going. Mm-hmm. I gave him something serious, and I'm glad because he deserved it. He was being a little bitch. Wow. So if that means you, those kind of things make you tear up. Then only the brave is gonna fuck you up. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, I'm. I got. Uh, it's easy. It's easy for me. It's it's easy for me. It, it, it could be it could be a nostalgia factor. It could just be something. But I will watch. I will watch a movie. This one. This one's for. Re- this one like really is. Um, it's a sensitive shit. Like if a movie involves anything that deals with like a father, you know, oh, kind yeah. of shit. Like that scene in uh, Man uh, Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Where he's like. Can I just keep pretending you're my dad? He's like, or that you're my father? He's like, you are. God damn it. I just I watched it the other day. I know what you're Oh, he says, can I just keep pretending that I'm your son? He goes, you are my son. Yeah. That shit gets to me every time. The father-son kind of thing is like, it gets me. And, and especially if it's something where, like, you, you know, the character's father is gone or they get to see their father again mm-hmm. after they was gone and stuff like that. Like, you know, that's personal for me. Um, I don't want to give away the, but there was there was a recent Christmas movie that involved like at the end of the movie it was really like a story about him and his father and that like got me or um one of the recent movies of uh Ryan Reynolds on Netflix where again it's about him and his father and that got me is it's just that kind of dynamic like it it it's it's friendships and a father son relationship that like really hits me in the soft spot okay so now you have to watch only the brave <laughs> oh i will watch only the brave that you can see now on it's on our it's on our google playlist because i own oh. it oh you got it well then there you go i could see it there i don't know where y'all yeah. can see it <laughs> <laughs> did you google it it says Hulu, so maybe. Is that on Hulu? It says right there, Hulu premium subscription. I don't know what that means. Uh, that means uh, that it's me. on like another paid subscription. Yeah. Prime, I got to rent now. 
FX now free with cable TV. Or whatever. I know it's in our collection, so I could watch it. Y'all better shit figure out that. Yeah, y'all better figure that shit out yourself. <laughs> um, and the great thing, another great thing about that movie is it was actually filmed here in New Mexico. There you go. Another New Mexican movie. Yes. <laughs> uh, King Diabetes. Robert Williams is fucking amazing. Robin Williams now is a touchy thing too. So if I watch any Robin yeah. Williams stuff, I probably bust out crying. It was so hard to watch anything with him in it after he died. Um, it took me years to get over it. To like, only recently have I been able to watch Robin Williams movies. Like, Hook is one of my favorites. Um, Goodwill Hunting is a good one. Like Danny said. Um. Bicentennial Man, that's another favorite. Can you believe that Hook was not well taken back then when it came out? Really? Yeah. I fucking loved it. I remember when my parents first rented it for me on a VHS, and I was like, I'll take this, thank you. Hook, that, that's what I also thought, but then I found out like years later that Hook, look, here's the critical, critical uh, I don't even know if Rotten Tomatoes was even back then. Um, uh, let's see, right here. Roger Ebert, my boy, Chicago Sun-Times. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker didn't like anything. Uh, the sad thing about the screenplay for Hook is that it's so correctly titled. This whole construction is really nothing more than a hook on which to hang a new version of the Peter Pan story. No effort is made to involve Peter's magic in the changed world he now inhabits, and, and little thought has been given to Captain Hook's extraordinary persistence and wanting to revisit the events of the past. The failure in Hook is his inability to reimagine the material, to find something new, fresh, or urgent to do with Peter Pan myth, lacking that Spielberg should simply have remade the original story straight for this generation. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. Peter Travers of Rolling Stone magazine felt it would only appeal to the baby boomer generation and highly criticized the sword fighting choreography. I but, fucking love that movie. I love every aspect of it. <laughs> they can get, they can kiss my ass. Oh, here's something. Oh, here's something very interesting. Right here under Legacy says, in years since the release of the film, Steven Spielberg admitted in interviews that he was not proud of the film and disappointed with the final result. In 2011, what? he told Entertainment Weekly, there are parts of Hook I love. I'm really proud of my work right up through Peter being hauled off in the parachute out the window heading for Neverland. I'm a little less proud of the Neverland sequences because I'm uncomfortable with the highly stylized world that today of course i would probably have done with live action characters work inside a completely digital set but we didn't have the technology to to do it then and my imagination only went as far as building physical sets and trying to paint trees blue and red spielberg gave a more blunt assessment in 2013 interview on kermode and mayer's film review show i want to see hook again because i so don't like that movie and i'm hoping someday i'll see it again and perhaps like some of it oh my god that's so sad in 2018, he told Empire, 
I felt like a fish out of water making Hook. I didn't have confidence in the script. I had confidence in the first act, and I had confidence in the epilogue. I didn't have confidence in the body of it. He added, I didn't quite know what I was doing, and I tried to paint over my insecurity with production value. Admitting, the more insecure I felt about it, the bigger and more colorful the sets became. Well, damn. But that's just him being hard <laughs> on himself. We love it. I bet if we, we I, I fucking mean, love that movie. Yeah, I bet if we walked up to Steven Spielberg and be like, hey Spielberg, hook. Hook though, man. <laughs> bruh. Bruh. That hook? That hook was a masterpiece, bruh. Bruh. Amazing. You had this guy crying when fucking Rufio got it. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god, yes. I remember being little the first time Rufio dies, and you're like, fuck. Rufio, baby. Come on. Hook is a fucking masterpiece, I say. Yeah, it is. I yeah. agree. I, I get where he's coming at because I can, I can too, go back to something and be like, yo, I like this, but I feel like, you know, I would have done it differently. Ooh. 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 I don't think there's anything in Hook that I would change. I love it just the way it is. Just the way it is. Hold on. Someone's calling me. Hello? Hello? Who that is? Currently doing the podcast. You're on the podcast. Mm -hmm. You are now on the podcast. (laughs) Do not fall asleep on the drive home, please. Um, put um, we're live, so just put us on. On Twitch. You don't have Twitch app anymore. So... That's disappointing. Uh, Alright then. Uh, (laughs) Please be careful. Danny. She doesn't support me. Ain't that a bitch. Now she... I'm going to do this podcast, but I'm going to be worried the entire time. Did she say she's going to listen to it? Uh, No, she told me that she doesn't have the Twitch app anymore. And then she was like, I'll let you go. And that's it. Was she, like, tired and driving? Hell yeah, she's tired. Do you, uh, we were, she was taking care of um, baby French bulldogs. That This goes back Aww. to the weekend. The Friday morning, before we even went day one to the convention... She got an emergency call, had to pick up this pregnant French bulldog at a vet location, kind of by here. And then we had to take that dog over to her job, which is a little bit more south, closer to the convention area. Take it over there so they could do surgery on the on the dog and do a C-section and get the babies out. Oh, my God. The, the mother's fine. The babies went out. Uh, I think one died then. And then little by little, they're like slowly going. So far, two other ones have passed away. One that she was taking care of, they just had, you know, this is stuff I didn't know either, but French Bulldogs are a breed that like is very difficult 
a difficult breed. Like they have a lot of complications and whatnot. Technically, it's a breed that shouldn't exist. Really, that's they, they can't breathe like their yeah. whole life. Yeah, it's a mixed breeding that shouldn't have happened. Um, so they're doing their best they can to try to save whatever baby they can. Uh, yeah, when she told me that the girl that we had, uh, they had to euthanize her today because she her her breeding was just so horrible that they you know they decided to put her, you know to to put her at ease and it kind of kind of affected me because it was it's a little the baby is like the size of my hand that's how little oh she God. was you know and she was really really cute and i you know you wanted to you wanted to live a life and you know it didn't end up doing it and i, I just man it sucks but this is the thing she deals with every day dude Lost you, remi you reminded me of that sex bomb intro where he's like we're sex bob -bom. we're here to make you sad and think about death and stuff din, 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 din. <laughs> i'm so happy they finally released all the other tracks that were in that movie that were never yeah. released yeah i literally made a playlist of just that because if sex bob -bom was an actual band that would be my oh, favorite I'd band be all over them yeah kind of wish they were that and the the clash of demon head with what's your face uh brie larson yeah, Brie Larson. Yeah. The one I that mean, she did is good. That band exists as Metric, so you could Yes. <laughs> you could kind of follow them, but yeah, I, I know I know what you're saying. Like, if those bands really, 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 really freaking existed, it would be fantastic. Amazeballs. It's funny, because those songs were made by Beck, but when Beck did his mm -hmm. version of the songs, I was like, eesh, no. <laughs> Yeah, no, thank you. No, thank you. I, I think I'll keep listening to Sex Bob Bomb's Threshold and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I like their whole sound and setup, like the bass guitar with like distortion on it and playing uh, an acoustic guitar with distortion on it. It just sounds really cool. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because in the comic, it's supposed to be like their music is just horrible and that's what they aim mm -hmm. for you know like hey th th these guys music like if you listen to the lyrics they really make no damn sense but no <laughs> it's fucking fantastic you know i love it like i for a little bit of backstory i texted nas the other day about having the dumpster truck song stuck in my head mm -hmm. i'll take you for a ride Oh my garbage truck. Mm -hmm. That's my jam. <laughs> That's the shit. Truck, truck, truck. What is, is it? It's this one right here, right? It's this we one. are Sex Bob and we're here to make oh, you think about death and get sad and stuff. I just played the beginning. We are Sex Bob and we're here to make you think about death <laughs> and play sad and stuff. That's what I play. If you get copyrighted for that shit alone, that would be fucked up. That would be funny. That was just. That was just like a little. After all the movies we've played. I love that movie. That movie is always one of my all-time favorites, along with the Back to the Future trilogy, which... Uh -huh. And this is not, like... This is not new news. I think they just keep recycling news, but they keep saying how the movie is owned by Robert Zemeckis and... Um, what's the other guy? God damn it. I'm sorry, guys, that I can't... Google it. 
I know I know this information and then it just freaking escapes my mind by the time I actually talk about it. It is owned by Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale. There it is. I just knew the Bob part. Oh, okay. So Back to the Future is owned by Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale. And it's one of the probably only thing that's not owned by a studio. Like these guys have the rights to this. So nothing can happen without their approval. And yeah. they are really adamant about there's not going to be no sequels. There's not going to be no remakes. There's not going to be no reboots. And I am entirely behind that. Fuck yeah. I yeah. don't want anybody fucking that trilogy up. No. Or adding to it by making a, uh, what do you call it? A prequel sequel or whatever. Yeah. That thing, uh. that trilogy is perfect as it is. They'll keep constantly doing things like there is now a Back to the Future musical that's going to start in Broadway. Oh, my God. Yep. <laughs> Bring that shit to Chicago. You best believe I'm going to be there. I'm still Are they waiting. Are going to have a real DeLorean? It better. I'm still waiting for the Beetlejuice freaking musical to come to Chicago. Because apparently that was like the shit over there. And everybody was talking about it. I didn't know that. Yeah. Like they had an actual uh, life-size sandworm or something. Like the production <laughs> looked beautiful. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, have, I, I mean, I heard some songs, but I'm like, eh. I have to actually be there and see the whole thing to feel it it's like when hamilton was a thing and i was hanging and my ex my ex's friends were just like big hamilton fans and was always bragging about they saw it over there and they're like excited for it to come over here and then one time we were hanging with them at a hotel and they started playing hamilton music and some guy was singing along to it and i'm just like I don't feel this, you know, because I wasn't there. I didn't see the fucking shit. So I'm just hearing music and I'm just like, I don't get it. But when I went to go see it now, I like it. You know, it's kind of the thing. Like if you hear a song, like if you hear a song and then compared to watching the music video, sometimes the music video would make you love a song even more. Right. You know, that that helps. But yeah. That's my rant about that. I had something to add, but I totally fucking just forgot. Hey, it's okay, because we could go into the Speed Force, go back in time, <laughs> and try to find out. Yes. <laughs> Look, I, I want them to just just drop this. I think WB's idea of a movie that's already in production and there and just scrapping this, it's a loss of money, technically. You can, oh, a huge amount of money. Yeah, like, get some money off of it even if you don't make bank you make something yeah like at least put it on hbo max or you something like that exactly you have a platform they did it for the snyder cut they didn't yeah they, that movie alone could have made bank at the box oh, office oh god yes i believe it but they were like no we're just gonna put it on hbo max because fuck it you guys want to hear this you know that's so shitty i'm so glad that like the heads of Warner Brothers movie division is changing or has changed. I'm mm-hmm. I'm glad in the sense that they're gonna start trying to do things differently than what's been going on. But the way that they're shelving movies right now, maybe they're not doing good things. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what their plan is. It's uh it's weird. So people that don't know, there was 
a news article that came out today where they said that Warner Brothers has basically got three decisions when it comes to The Flash. Let me pull it up because I don't want to misquote anything. Misquote that shit. Hell yeah. Um, okay. Oh, it's called Warner Brothers Discovery now. So, they're considering three options. One, Ezra Miller gives an interview explaining their, their erratic behavior and does limited press. Two, Ezra Miller plays no part in the film's promotion and the role gets recast. Three, the film gets completely scrapped. So, I don't go with three, clearly. Two, I think it should be a combination of one and two. I think he should do an apology mm-hmm. and not be involved in any of the promotion and just release it. Or release it like on HBO or in the theater. Either or. I don't care. Just release it. I don't need him to be part of the fucking promotion or anything like that. I don't need to like him. I just want to see this movie before you guys decide to just scrap it out. Fucking redo the ending where he dies and there's a new Flash Ooh. and it's um, what's the other Flash? Come on, come on, come on, come on! Help me out here. Help me out here. Something. No, not Wade. Oh my god! Come on, man. I'm, I grew. I watched the Flash for years and now I can't remember fucking. Jake Garrick, Barry Allen, Wally West. Wally West. There you go. Like, let it be Wally West now, you know? Yes. Like, take out Barry and let it be Wally. That's it. I don't know. The policy is endless. I just feel like, and and, and it's also for, like, I I said it before, I didn't care about the Batgirl movie. Doesn't mean I wasn't going to watch it. Now that it, now that it actually exists and it was there and they scrapped it, I want to see it. You want to see it more? Yeah, I want to see it more. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. Like, even though, like, the people that did the uh, screeners for it said it was so awful, I want to know why. Yeah. I want to see, like, why they thought it was so shitty. And, like, I've seen a couple uh, shots of, like, the sets, and the the sets look good. So what made it so terrible? The same goes going back to Back to the Future. I want to see the cut with uh, Eric Stoltz. Oh, I do too. I want to see that. Not just images. No, I want to see this movie that they filmed like, what, a quarter of it already or some shit? Almost half. Almost half of the movie with Eric Stoltz. And they're like, they don't want to show it. No, fuck that. Have like the, what, what? What oh shit? What what year are we on now? With Back to the Future, Back to the Future came out in 1985. 1985 to now, what? How many years is that so far? Math. 1985. Uh, yeah, I can't do math. Twenty. We're at 37 <laughs> years already. Okay, so when it wow. goes to the 40 year anniversary, which you know they always resell this shit with a new anniversary. Yeah, For- new. Blu-ray cut. Mm-hmm. Forty-year anniversary. I demand the Eric Stoltz cut in it. Yes. I demand it. I want to see it. They said it's like darker and more serious. I want to see it. 
I do it's too. Gonna, it's not gonna. It's not gonna erase. I mean, I can't. It's not gonna erase the whole Back to the Future movie because it's a whole trilogy that involves Michael J. Fox, and that's the one I love. But yeah. I want to see this alternate. Like, what was it? You know what? What it could have been. You know what? What it originally was before they were like, "Eesh, no, we gotta take this kid out." Don't do something and not show it to me. It's like Superman Lives. I wish we actually saw something. Oh my god, yes. And like, I've seen set designs and stuff like that. And prop designs. The suit he was going to wear. I'm just like, this would have been so badass. And to have Nicolas Cage be the serious Clark Kent Superman. Like, I'm all for it. They should have made that movie. I'm just curious of what it could have been. I want to see. I it. wish, I wish I could have seen the third Tim Burton Batman that never got made. Yeah, same. Not to rule out Batman Forever, which oh no, because like we fucking love that movie. Yes, and now speaking of Batman Forever, we want to see the Schumacher cut that was supposed yes. to be. Oh my god, yes. You see, you see the pattern here, people. It's like if something was there <laughs> and it was meant to be, and then it gets scrapped, and then you find out about it later. Imagine if I told the world, "Oh yeah, the Juggernaut bitch, the one you've seen, is not exactly the original version of it. There's another <laughs> version where we, how, how much do you think, how much you bet that people would want to see the original like version oh, or deleted cuts that we had." There'd be like a petition or something. Exactly. Release the <laughs> juggernaut bitch bitch cut. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> the bitch ass cut. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'd still watch it. Yeah, don't tell don't tell us that kind of information and then expect us not to not wanna see it. Right. Especially um, with the the Joel Schumacher cut, because he's dead. Dead as hell. <laughs> Uber dead. <laughs> Release the Randy cut. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what if I told you that the Juggernaut bitch was done all just by Randy, and I was <laughs> never involved? Oh, man. People would flip the fuck out. <laughs> I can name a few people, but they might be listening. Uh... Yeah, I just want to hear Randy, and I'm like, I know you do. <laughs> Where's Randy? Where's Randy? I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you the Juggernaut bitch with just me. Oh wait, that's Juggernaut too. <laughs> that was just me in it. And for listeners that don't know what the hell I'm talking about, I'm the man behind the Juggernaut bitch video. And if you don't know what that is, then Google it and don't cancel me. Google that shit because it was a phenomenon. Not as big as the freaking Alec McBeal, baby. No, but we need to bring that back. <laughs> Forgot about that little fucker. Where is he at? Where is he? I know you're around here somewhere. Alec McBaby. Oh, there he is. Blam. Damn, he got put big. Him, put him over the, uh, the sound wave. He got too there big. There you go. <laughs> you, he got big. He was too big. I'm he got about that. way big. Way too big. Actually, you should put him behind it. Let's see. Uh, how do you put him behind that shit? Oh, no, no, a little bit more. A little bit more. One more. There it is. 
Now he's dancing behind the fucking waves. <laughs> there for you those, go. For those listening, you have no idea what's going on. <laughs> but if that. you're listening on Spotify or some other podcast later, you're going to have to check out our YouTube or our Twitch page to see the dancing baby. That baby getting down mm-hmm. to nothing right now. Just the soothing sounds of our voices. That's right, because... <laughs> We're coming through the airwaves. That's right, motherfuckers. But yeah, going back to this uh, flash thing, I I I want to see it. Uh, we really have no idea what their future. We have no idea what they're planning. There's a lot of people who are rooting for this change because they feel that Marvel has declined. Really? Yeah. Where? I don't see it. I guess, I guess, I don't know. Marvel, what was that one? The Marvel movies have been declining. and What was the one with um, Jared Leto? Morbius? Oh, that's Sony Marvel, though. That's that's Sony's Marvel. Are people (laughs) mad at that? (laughs) No, you know, like you heard, the Thor and Thunder wasn't good. Um, Yeah. that, That... I don't know, like, I guess the spark is not there ever since Endgame. That's, but you still see people talking great stuff. WandaVision, Doctor Strange, um, Shang-Chi was a hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's there. I just think, like, people were just getting too... I think there's just too much, and they just... Yeah. I don't know, because... You know how it is these days. Hipsters, once something gets too big, they're all like, I think we had enough. I'm done with superhero movies. Marvel is too much. You know I don't complain because I appreciate everything that's being done. You think when I was a teenager or a kid that one day I was going to get this influx of so much Marvel live action? Oh, and especially with the shitty fucking live action comic book movies we had back then exactly like i loved off one gun but he made a terrible punisher <laughs> right like the guy didn't even have the logo on him because he couldn't uh-uh. or something so i appreciate everything that's going on here and i'm always looking forward to um the next phases mm-hmm. um is it a lot sure it's a lot but i don't think it's something that you can't freaking keep up with uh, it's like Star Wars. Like, keep giving me more Star Wars. I don't care. Were the sequels great? They were fun at the time. The TV shows are fantastic, though. And I'm all for it. I like rewatching the sequels. They're good. I am. I keep talking about. Well, I keep thinking about rewatching Daredevil, but I'm going to aim for one before the new series starts. So sometime n- next year. I'll rewatch uh, Daredevil and Defenders and stuff like. That. I am currently reading Daredevil comics though. I'm I'm back to reading Ooh. Daredevil comics. So, um, yeah, and listening to a Daredevil audiobook. Nice. Yeah, baby. Yeah! Matt Murdock and this bitch. Daredevil three way. <laughs> Hell yeah! I even bought this comic of Daredevil versus the Punisher, a graphic novel over there at the convention. Oh shit. We wasted so much money. At the end, we walked out with lightsabers. I saw that. Yeah. That's what's up. 
That was good shit. They don't make noise though. It was the cheapest brand. Oh, that's fine. You gotta get the ones that light up and make all the sounds. We could have, but that's money. You gotta understand. It's like a <laughs> so, hundred bucks for each yeah, one. The, these are these are actual ultra saber sabers, you know. So that's like oh. that's that's that major custom lightsaber company. That's the one, you know. Okay. That's the go-to, but they had a mystery box, a cheap mystery box of like seventy-five dollars, right? And mm-hmm. you can get a lightsaber. It's a random, random hilt and 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 tube and whatever. So, but you could also get lucky and get like sound. You know, you could get one with sound or whatever. Oh damn! So it's all random. Unfortunately, between all three of us, none of us got the sound. But we had some cool handles. I have a cool handle. My girl don't like her so much. She think she thinks it's basic and very girly. She did get the red one though. I was like, I knew you'd be a Sith. I knew you'd turn out to be a Sith. Of the, course. Her her brother got a really cool handle, more of a Sith door kind of handle, where it has like these kind of spikes going up to the to the to the tube. So I mean, it's not bad for for the price it is. You could have, I could have really gone all out and got the two hundred dollar mystery box, and that would have for sure been like some sound or something you know but that's a lot yes i still have my official luke skywalker return of the jedi lightsaber that does have noise and all that you know? oh jam so that one i found at a convention as well but that guy sold it for basically the same price i bought this one because it was used and out of the box and everything so it's that's what like a 200 dollar lightsaber that he brought down he was like hey you like that well you know because it's you i'll sell it to you for this you know he's just doing his little pitch and i'm like sold motherfucker i don't give a shit that's my favorite lightsaber was luke skywalker's return of the jedi one mine was qui-gon jen from phantom menace he did have a good i had his but it was like a cheap little ten dollar one whatever that you could but yeah yeah qui-gon's qui-gon is someone that i wish we had more of you know Yes, he was so great. He was a great Jedi Master. He was. But to what you're saying about Marvel movies, I feel overwhelmed with them. I feel like I thought that after Endgame, they were going to like be few and far between. Mm-mm. But they're still just like boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck, dude, I can't keep up with these movies and, and TV shows. Mm-hmm. I just can't keep up anymore. But what I do keep up with is Star Wars. See, I'm, I'm, I haven't watched Miss Marvel yet, and She Hulk is about I to be there. And <laughs> I think this week I am grouped, which is very, very short, is about to begin. But you know, it's okay because you just take your time. You know, one day you'd be like, mm-hmm. "All right, I'm, a, I'm gonna actually start watching this," and then that's it. You know, that's all it is. I mean. I just can't. I just feel like I'm too far behind in Marvel stuff, and they just keep making more. Like the Spider Mans, I'm, you know, there's only three of them. So I'm not like too out of whack with those. Sorry, my earplugs get unplugged. The Spider Spider Man, though, you know? That (laughs) last Spider Man. That last Spider Man, though, was something that we all will share us for the rest of our life. 
King Diabetes. I want a Darth Maul lightsaber in a mace with yeah. purple. Yeah. <laughs> I had a Darth Maul lightsaber awesome. as a kid, not no like Ultra Saber kind of thing. Now that I actually like have an Ultra Saber, though, I think one day I might invest into an actual expensive one. I say that now, but I never will. Really? <laughs> yeah, why not? I wanted to light up and do things. When uh, I worked at the Best Buy in Glendale, California, Glendale, we, we sold those lightsabers, and we had one that was like for demo. Mm -hmm. And uh, I used to work overnight, like especially for Christmas and stuff. And uh, the store lights are on a timer, so at night you have to turn them on like every couple hours, and then they'll the timer will go off and turn the lights off. And I would run, find that lightsaber, and just turn it on and run through the store when all the lights were off. That's what I'm talking about. Hey. Uh, my fiance made it home safely, so everybody can. Oh, there you go. Can be. Can be calm and not worry. She I knew she what would. Is that? What are you drinking? Starbucks. I thought you would call like Brenda or something. Oh, you're watching House? I know. I know. Hey, did you bring mm, nothing? Nobody? The other one? That was the one that was loud as hell? Jesus, man. That was. Uh oh. Yeah, we got a one of the French bulldogs that's actually making it cries like a baby. I swear to God, Aww. it's like we got a baby. That thing kept <laughs> waking me up, and you kept apologizing. Why would it keep crying? Like a baby. But man, like a baby, baby. Not like not like a dog. That thing was crying like a baby, baby. It is a baby. But it's not a human baby. It's a. That thing was like. And I'm like deep asleep, and I wake up like, what the hell? And she's like, I'm sorry. It's like I tell you, the palm of my hand, or the size of my whole hand, and crying like a baby. And then she's like, Yeah, we're not having kids. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Speaking uh, of which, there is a new hashtag on Twitter. It says HBO Max just canceled. Oh really? Let's see. Let's and see. then people just put in like random shit. It's pretty funny. Oh, okay, okay. So they're just fucking around. I oh yeah, yeah. I just I see it right now. I see it right now. There was there was another. I was following one um, before the show about uh, Dark Side and and people were just talking about how um, they want Dark Side, you know. Yes, so I do too. Keep that going. <laughs> um, holy crap! I'm Batman. HBO just canceled. Bat dog. Oh. Uh. I'm way down the list now. <laughs> Squidward. <laughs> the Rock? Yes. <laughs> the Rock could play Squidward. The Rock could play anybody. If you let him, he'll fucking take over everything. Speaking of that, what did you think about the news of What's-His-Face being cast as Fidel Castro? Okay, so, <laughs> it's interesting, right? Here I we go. I didn't think anything then because I'm like, eh, whatever, right? It just went by me. But then I saw uh, John Leguizamo's uh, reaction to it. What did he say? How mad he was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, 
this is not right. This is this is uh, a Latino. It should be you know played by a Latino. Um, that it was disrespectful or something like that. And then I was, then I started thinking about. It. I was like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, like. This guy shouldn't be playing him. But then I also think about legend. You know, this was a conversation I had. Remember Peyton? Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, well, we we, we still talk. You know, we still we still fucking text each other like randomly and shit like that. He needs and, to game with us again. I know, right? And we we discussed this. Like, there's some people that can quote unquote brown face. You know, like play Latino. Right. And you know, like I said, like I have no problem with. Al Pacino being Scarface, you know, that was, that's Pacino, like, he did it well. I had no problem with Willem Dafoe playing a, a, a Mexican drug lord in Once Upon a Time in Mexico. What's uh, his name from, that played uh, Shang Tsung in Mortal Kombat? Mm-hmm. He was, he played a Mexican gangster in, uh, God damn it, the blood and blood out. Did he really? <laughs> You got Lou Diamond Phillips was, you know, uh, La Bamba. You know, it's there's some things that make sense. Uh, I have no problem with uh, Jack Black. People forget that white people used to play all races in movies. All of them. But some of them were, like, really, really bad. Like, he was talking about, like, how Mickey Rooney played an Asian and practically, like, disrespectful. That was awful. (laughs) But, like, you look at the old westerns. And anytime they came up to like Native Americans, you could tell it was just some guy with a bunch of makeup on mm-hmm. doing a really shitty, you know, what people think Native Americans sound like and they don't. Mm-hmm. Damn, ah. that's going to bug me now. So I, I get where he's coming from, you know. It's a different time now where we want. Are we want our people? It's, it's, it's you know, it's a different time. We want our people to play such and such characters and have roles available for for um, such actors and actresses. Um, but then again, well, I'm pe- here. I'm I'm here still pissed off that uh, America Chavez was not a Puerto Rican and it was a Mexican American mm-hmm. player. But you know, whatever. What can you do? When people forget the 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 main concept is acting is just playing pretend. Mm-hmm. So it shouldn't matter as long as you do the character justice. Like you said, like Al Pacino playing a Cuban, and so on and so forth. As long as you do it right, and you're not like the old blackface that they used to do to make fun of black people. If you do it with care in your heart, and you do it professionally I don't think it should matter yeah I understand yeah so it, it, both sides I get it the acting is just acting go ahead do it uh, as long as you kill it but I, I get what John Ogazama is also saying where it's like hey this is a role that should go to uh, people of, of, of uh, to my people you know give, give them opportunities and whatnot. so I get both sides What's fucked up is, uh, what is his name? Just give it to Antonio Banderas. <laughs> what was the the actor that they want to play him? Uh, 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 fuck! 
Dick. I was about to say Philip DeFranco. That's someone James else. Franco. There you go. Not Philip What's Dick. fucked up is Get Philip James DeFranco. Franco does kind of look like Fidel Castro. And then there you go, man. You know, do it. I really, to tell you the truth, 100%. I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> I think they do look like, I don't give a fuck either. Because, really like I said, fuck. acting is acting. You're playing a bunch of adults playing pretend. Mm -hmm. So why does it matter? Mm-hmm. Look at um Cloud Atlas. Ooh. That's a tough subject. How many people... male sub how many male actors played female parts or vice versa? People were kinda upset with the whole uh them being Asian though. I didn't give a shit. Again, it's acting. Yeah, I didn't care. I didn't care. I don't either, see but... the problem. They they really didn't you know, I haven't seen that movie in forever. It's a great movie. We should it watch is. it. It is. I haven't seen it forever. Should watch it again. I remember it being long as hell. It's long, but it's enjoyable. Long as hell. Apparently, the new John Wick Four is gonna be long as fuck. It's gonna be long as hell, <laughs> and I can't wait. Let's go, man! I'm so excited. I'm so pumped for this. I read an article yes. that said that the director, um, uh, Dave. Uh, fuck is the director of john wick man you know it damn it damn it that guy see i always forget man. <laughs> i know the names and then i forget the names okay so the director john wick where are you at this is look at this you look up john wick on wikipedia and it's like a franchise now then you got to click on oh, the individual, individual movies chas Stahowski. there you go so the director of john wick stat uh, chad Stahowski. sorry i fucked up his name again he was very starstruck about f actually having Donnie Yen in the movie. You know, oh, for sure. Yeah, this is a guy that he grew up with Donnie Yen, and I I completely understand, man. Like that's amazing. You know, the John Wick is so respected and such an icon that they could they could get anybody to be in this movie now. Mm -hmm. And they got Donnie fucking Yen. That's amazing. That's a martial arts legend right there. It is. You know? And you can't... It's kind of harder to get someone like Jet Li. Um, you sure as hell won't get Jackie Chan because he won't play something too serious like that. But Donnie Yen is... And you know what's crazy? That Donnie Yen is old, but he still looks and moves young as hell. Mm-hmm. Donnie Yen is 59. Damn. This motherfucker's 59 and moves like he's in his late 20s. You know okay, so that movie that I was thinking of with Carrie Tagawa from uh, Mortal Kombat was American Me. American. Where he plays a Mexican. Oh, okay. He even does the accent. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Holmes. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you want to see the guy from uh, Mortal Kombat that played Ching Soon be a, a Mexican, watch American Me. That's a great movie too. Yeah, I remember that movie. Don't they like rape a guy with a knife? Ooh, shit. Uh, maybe I don't remember that much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that much. Oh shit, Scott Atkins is going to be in fucking... John Wick Chapter Four. Oh damn! Scott Acton. Scott Act. <laughs> Scott Acton is Acton is like 
the martial arts uh, B-movie star icon, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, this man has done a whole bunch of straight-to-video or straight-to-demand movies directed by a man who did Power Rangers back in the day. Yes. It started off with the Undisputed uh, Undisputed 2 uh, movie, but uh, yeah, that's awesome that, that he's going to... This guy actually showed up. This guy wasn't Doctor Strange. This guy wasn't the Born Ultimatum. So he's he's done high uh you know hollywood movies but he's mostly big mm-hmm. in the in the other thing so yeah yeah the uh, chapter 4 is looking to be fucking epic as shit right nice now. i'm excited and i can't wait for it to come out because hopefully we'll get some continuity with his hair length you said his hairline his hair length his hair length it looked kind of like short sh- the last time like short in the first two then Long it's as supposed to be like a minute later in the third one, and his hair is all long as fuck. This is John Wick powers. <laughs> his hair can grow longer. Sonata? Who? Who's Sonata? Who? Internet. He wrote. Oh, the, the Asian dude that plays um Scorpion in the new Mortal Kombat movie. The it new one? He, yeah, it says. Yeah. He, it said here that he was initially courted to portray Zero in Chapter 3, but dropped out in favor of appearing in Avengers Endgame. Oh, I didn't know that. I forgot who he was in Avengers Endgame. Google it. You know, looking up the cast of Avengers Endgame is like... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Remember? Right. The cast is like fucking endless. All oh, right, he plays the Yakuza boss that fucking uh, Hawkeye kills. That's okay. who it was. Yeah, now I remember. That's one. Sh- that's one scene. He's dead. That's that. <laughs> it's just one scene. He couldn't play fucking. Well, it's cool because Zero was then replaced with a uh, Mark DeCosco, so we're good. Okay. It was good. He's in four, so it's good. It's all good. They, yeah, it is good. I yeah. can't wait. They still gave him a, a space. It was like, it's okay, man. We'll we'll put you in the next one. <laughs> That's all right. Not there. I don't see any news with The Flash. I thought maybe there was some news because of that hashtag that's going out, but people are just being silly. People are just being sick. <laughs> Danny, your soul is mine, essay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it has begun, Holmes. <laughs> it's time to start. It's time to, to make more combat again and have them yeah, like is. that. I'm all A for it. A jumper's left hook, fool. <laughs> I'd like you to meet Scorpion and Sub Zero, Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's what acting is all about. We should just recast the entire cast of Mortal Kombat with a bunch of Vatos or people <laughs> that can play Vatos. Mortal Kombat done by a bunch of Vatos. I'm for it. <laughs> Vato Combat. Vato com- Another IP created <laughs> only here in the Machine Room Podcast. And Copyright. You, 
Yep, you guys heard it first, baby. <laughs> right here. Unfortunately, though, we're way over our time limit right now. But that's good because we gave you a lot of stuff. This baby is getting tired as hell right there dancing. We can't dance all the time. You know, can't. Oh, that's our new line. Like in The Crow, you can't dance oh, all yes. the time. <laughs> <laughs> I made a, a gift like that about the wind blowing here. Because, like, a couple years ago, it like the wind just blew for, like, six months straight. Damn. So I remade the gift of The Crow. It's like, it can't blow all the time. Kind of put down a t-shirt. You can't dance all the time. Danny says, you don't know how much I want to freaking see Vato Combat. Vato Combat is going to happen, Holmes. <laughs> and then the sequel, Vato Combat 2. Orale. <laughs> Vato Combat 2. Uh, um, damn it, what's the phrase? Fuck. Uh, Vato Combat 2, Masputo. I don't know. <laughs> no, no. Vato Combat 2, No Mama's Way. I was just thinking that. There it is. That's what I was looking for. I was trying to think of what did my no fucking co- way. What did my coworker keep saying that we made fun of him for? It was that. No Mama's <laughs> Way. Oh, man. It's the Machine Room Podcast, and I am so happy for you guys to be here. And for you people listening to us on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, or wherever your uh, podcast is being heard, thank you so much for here listening to us. And thank you guys here live in the chat room. Danny, uh, uh, Diabetes, uh, Caribbean Zombie. Oh, damn. And, and other people, even if you haven't chatted, like Sophia Fox, uh, A10, thank you guys for being here, watching us, and listening to us. Once again, pick one topic and then branch off into a web of conversations. Because that's what we do. That is what we do. <laughs> As always, what we do. I'm Nastradamus. You can find me on Twitter at Nastradamus. If that's hard for you to figure out, uh, you can find all that information at the machine room podcast.com. Yep. Rachel right there. That's hammer Venus. You can find her thing as well at the machine room podcast.com. And uh, we have reached episode 91. We are less than 10 from a hundred. We have no idea what we're going to do though. No fucking idea. No fucking I know idea. we want to do something special. Something that's not going to get us a copyright thing, though, mm-hmm. but something special. Yeah, so if you guys have any ideas, let us know. Hit us up on the Twitter at Real Machine Room, and that's right. You can follow us there, Real Machine Room. The tweets, the YouTube, and the Facebook, all that good stuff. Well, I can guarantee you within the next week, we will sure enough have more DC news dropping for us. <laughs> sure. I'm it's sure. like a weekly thing now. Yep. The next chapter is going to go down and we're going to find out the fate of everything, all this DCIP that we don't know what's we don't know. Their 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 fate is up in the air. and I'm kind of hoping that the fan base that made the Snyderverse possible can actually you know, sway them to even if it's bad, let us see something, you know. Let let us be in charge of the fucking DC movies. Mm-hmm. 
I got comic books. I got references. Let's do this. Yeah. Come on. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Until next week when we'll have more news, you guys keep on keeping on. And remember, the assignment's still out there. Go to your local sex yep. store and have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we want you to have a conversation with any of the uh, the sex store freaking employees. All right. We're out of here. Peace out. Goodbye. Peace. I got to pee. I do too. I know. I see you doing the pee pee dance. Let's go. Giving a wee wee walk. I can't wait. Everybody needs to come back with sex store intel. I expect a complete essay. As I plan Vato Combat 1 and 2.